this is chilling. What more can I say? Top villain. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Bill Bellamy. Welcome to the number one podcast in the nation for the culture, the movement, and the discussion. Today, you are in for an incredible treat. It is a iconic hip-hop situation. I have none other than Ice Cube, the West Coast King in the building. Oh my God, I got two short representing the Bay Area King. You put them with, you put them, you add two short, you add Snoop Dogg. We got my Westmore representatives in the building. Yay, yay. Welcome, welcome, bro. We We got over 40 million albums totally sold sitting in here um we have contributions to hip-hop that cannot be put in the box cube i'm gonna i'm gonna get this started off with you you are a legend you are icon living um you have done something in hip-hop that very few people have been able to do you have always kept your brand legendary real west coast you never you always west coast no matter what i thought at one point you played for the raiders but whatever um (laughs) you are a pioneer in so many different ways how does it feel at this point in your career to to really feel settled in and know that your flowers are here and you have received them bless you know that's Mm -hmm. the only thing you can really you know, equated to, you know, um, just I feel blessed to be in this position. Um, this is where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. you know, coming up as a young MC. You know, the respect was something um, that was more important to me than the money. Um, that That the people that, um, that I grew up loving, that I grew up fans of, you know, um, I was able to share the stage with them. And not just share the stage with them, but but get respect from them, you know, respect from the public enemies and the LLs and the um, Run DMCs of the world. Yeah, this is this is early days of hip hop. We're talking like coming out of the '80s into the '90s. This is a question I always wanted to ask you: When you was, let's say, you eight, ten, nine, ten years old, right? Yeah. When did you know that, like, yo, man, I wanted to be a rapper? What was the thing that made you say, I want to be in a music game or whatever? You know, I never really thought I, you know, unless I played an instrument Mm -hmm. or I could sing, I really never thought I was, you know, in a position to be a part of the music industry. Okay. You know, um, until hip-hop came along. Um, And so I was a fan just looking for hip-hop you know, from 10 years old to about 14. And, and when I turned 14, it's when I wrote my first rap. And um, I never stopped writing. You know, from what that about day. you, Short? The same thing. I, I, you, you've been on, you, you, are, you are a platinum member of Top Billing, by the way. Uh, <laughs> this is our second time getting an opportunity yes. to sit down with Short. And I didn't get a chance to answer you the first time. Because I, I want kids that love hip hop like you did as mm-hmm. adolescents to say, you know, that the dream can be real. What was it like for you, say, 10 years old? Did you see that you wanted to be in the music business or, or as a rapper or anything? Well, you know, um, the first time I ever really heard hip hop as it was called hip hop was when rappers delight hit the radio. Okay. I didn't really get much of the 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 seventies East Coast hip hop before Rappers Delight. Okay. I, I, I now know the story and have, you know, you know, 
went went back into it and learned a lot more about it and heard some of the old mixtapes and talked to OGs like like Busy B, who you know people who was there that lived it, Grandmaster Flash, and you know just just telling you the history of, of what you know and love hip hop. But after I heard it, not long after I heard Rappers Delight, other rep, other hip hop records started coming out. It was like um, uh, Grandmaster Flash had Freedom. You know, the sequence came out. It was okay. Spoonie G. Yeah. And sooner or later, it was <laughs> it like, like a movie. <laughs> Super Rhymes and, you know, Jimmy Spicer. And I was just I was just taking in all this New York hip hop. And I think I was in 10th grade, man. It's probably like 1980. I hadn't, it hadn't even been a good year and a half, two years before I first heard it. And I was like, I can do this. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was 14, just like Cube said. I was 14. About 14, yeah, right the right and age. I just, I just said, I could do this. And I just start. I, I found me a little instrumental, digging through mom's collection, found something with a little instrumental on it, and I just start doing my version, and, and never stopped. <laughs> wow! You know? I, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give. Uh, uh, this is so. It's so many things that we're gonna get into in this interview, but more importantly, I just wanted to be a more of a nostalgic sort of uh, before we get into where we are now, because I think a lot of times people tell our stories. I want us to tell our stories and get the history right. When I first got in the game um, in '92, going into '93. Ice Cube, you was one of the first West Coast rappers that I had heard of. Because like, in New York, we wasn't hearing West Coast rap that much, right? Yeah. You had to kind of go out your way to hear it. And uh, NWA was like my first, you know, sort of like, oh, yo, they talking that shit over there. Like, yeah. like, like I didn't even, we, were, we wasn't really hearing cursing. Y'all was saying motherfucker, you know, <laughs> and then with the twang going it took motherfucker. Like I was like, dang, they sound different out there. And I'm a I'm a New York cat, Jersey yeah. cat, trying to like go, oh, Snoop, hip hop is in more places. And so when I came out here with MTV and I finally got a chance to meet you, and then now you cooking. Like it went from hearing about this mythical NWA group to meeting Ice Cube. And it was a good day. And you understand that's that was that song was crazy. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, early years of, of just starting to get traction and, mm -hmm. and get respect and um, and love. And and I think you know putting our flag in the ground. Yeah, it, it was so to, cool to see, man. Yeah, just you know we was we was happy to finally get traction um, in a lot of ways and be able to let people know that you know we love hip hop on the west coast you know we have our we have our history too we have our you know um you know uh uh uncle jam army uh you know Roger Clayton right. you know you got Egyptian lover uh, we got Bob Bobcat you know what i'm saying we had uh DJ uh uh Joe Cooley the wrecking crew. uh wrecking crew you know so you know we we had our history too but we were now starting to break through on the national level Which was with Ice T, awesome. yeah, and, and um and other groups. You know, even JJ Fad would would start breaking through and start chipping away at at a uh, Tone Loke. Um, you know, these dudes would just start to chip away at at what it meant to be an MC in hip hop, and and that you know it's not just New York now. But it, but it's L.A. Yeah, and, and it's, it's it's and it and then it's it, it it was it was almost like there were pods of of hip hop growing, right? Because you got to understand, you know, we didn't have social media, 
And uh, if you didn't travel, you would not hear other groups. It's different now. They got social media. We got uh, YouTube. So like I'm saying, for me, to hear a West Coast rapper, I had to go to the West Coast almost. Mm -hmm. Check Check out the magnitude of it, though. So California, we come out the gate real strong. Right. All the groups he was just naming all came out with platinum albums out the gate. Out the, the gate. Tone Log, Young MC, you know, oh my NWA. God. My rapping my, rapping my, Forte. I'm just giving you West Coast rappers or just when So look I at this. Let, let me explain to you. So we come out the gate selling a million albums. After we build up our little street legacy, then we get that, that national platform. We all go platinum. Back to back. And definitely in my case, my <laughs> platinums. Okay. Oh, we're only coming from three regions, the Midwest, down south, and the West Coast. So what would happen is you get a guy from New York that's okay. platinum, okay. but he got the benefit of all four regions. So you're wondering, his numbers are one point whatever million, mine are one point whatever million, but then when I get him somewhere like Detroit or somewhere like Arkansas, and they looking like, you know, it, it was just it was just a sort of like us, like he said, planting our flag. We showing up. Yeah. Wasn't really getting a lot of respect in the door, but the numbers was there. But the numbers don't so lie, bro. I'm That's... in Arkansas mm-hmm. with, you know, all the top rappers. We doing a show. We on the same bill. Okay. Arkansas don't give a fuck if you're from the west or the east. They want hip hop. <laughs> but I'm coming out there and I got the the level of the way the fans are loving me in that region. Yes. Is bigger than certain other artists. Oh Cause, yeah! Cause oh absolutely. We selling the name same numbers, but mine are only from those three regions. So in a, a couple of spaces, I get you in a couple of places. I catch and, you slipping in Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the plant when we're not on the west or the east, we're in the middle of the country. The right. playing field evens out. Right, and this is the part of that uh, of hip hop that I really would love my listeners and people that will watch this on YouTube to see. It's like the growth of it. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like you guys and, and even myself included from my part of the contribution, but you guys pioneered through an era where you really were chipping at a mountain, chopping down, making sure that, you know, we put out a solid hit, put out a record that represent my region because you knew where your fan base was kind of back then. And you kind of like, say, I got to water this and then spread out from there. Right. And the bar was high. Without a doubt, you know, and New York was setting the bar. Yeah. You know, they showed us how to be pros in a lot of different ways. And we had to um, create things that worked in our region. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But but we still had to measure against, you know, some of the best to ever do it. You know, we had to measure <laughs> against um, Rakim and, you know, um, EPMD, EPMD and, you know, just, just some of the best who ever did it. We had to measure up even though we were doing our own style. So yeah. they set the bar and um, and it took us a minute to really find our, you know, our tone and our, you know, our bar. Yeah. And then we had to. You know, um, you, you from Jersey? Start creating yeah, I'm from, from Jersey. Yeah, you wasn't in it either. It was only the five boroughs. If you wasn't in Yo, them five that's boroughs, what I'm I'm, Philly, I'm, Philly wasn't in it. Jersey wasn't in it. They was like, it, it, it was New York. Boroughs, it, listen, ain't. listen, New York in that time, from my <laughs> standpoint, to give you a, just give you a snapshot from 
the East Coast looking West, it was like New York was so hot at this time because you had all these groups coming out, man. You had solo artists, you had groups, you had uh, uh, DJs that were becoming names. Like, you know, they were like really, really starting to cut records a certain way. It was, it was almost like a movie, right? Yeah. So... I'm I'm in I'm immersed in it as a comedian and a fan of hip hop. Like mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm doing shows with Biggie. I'm doing <laughs> shows like I'm doing shows with uh uh rappers uh that like I did a show with Special Ed. I did a show like I'm like yo man these cats is doing these little rooms that I'm doing that's got 100 people but the people going crazy, yeah. right? So when I got MTV there was just sort of iconic moment because MTV was like, yo, we playing all hip hop. And so now I get a chance to meet Too Short. Now I get a chance to meet Ice Cube. I get a chance to meet Snoop Dogg when he 19, drop his first album. I get a chance to meet Dr. Dre. I get a chance to go up to the Bay and meet E-40. Like, so I just got on a plane and it looked (laughs) like my plane kept landing in different regions. And I was like, yo, it's rap music everywhere. Like that was my impression. Yeah, it was great to see that, you know, Rakim said one time, it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. Oh, right. And so it was great to see that that was starting to be the reality in hip-hop. Correct. It ain't where you're from, it's, it's where, where you're you at. at. We had hits coming from, you know, you had the ghetto boys in Houston Oof. coming up. You know, you had, you know, people like MC Breed, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, Bre- from Flint, Flint Michigan. Michigan. From Flint. Uh, you know, you got... Eight ball. You, you got... <laughs> so, so here it was, and, you know, not not... You know, talking about the the bass music that that Luke and the Two Live Crew was doing, doing and um, numbers too. Yeah, you know, so you know the music started to spread, and it was it wasn't really about you know uh, where you from. It was about what was coming out the speakers, coming you know? out and the speakers. And that's and that's the essence of hip hop. You know, it's like if you good enough to put your city on. Your city should be put on, Absolutely. you know, without a doubt. Like, no, what you Nelly put on the West with, Coast with St. Louis, you put, you put on the whole, you the whole Western Seaboard. You went hard for it. You said the West Side. <laughs> I mean, I had help. You know, it's like so many, so many people was was the foundation of that. Correct. Uh, leading up to that moment, you know, it was it was so many going into that. You can't count out King T and and uh, DJ Pooh, um, and, and so. There's a there's a great foundation that hopefully we'll be able to tell those stories. You we know, need to hip hop is fifty it. years old. Yes, it's time to tell the stories of of the West Coast. The producers, like I like I give you an example, and we're gonna get into to to Mount Westmore. Like DJ Quick to me is probably one of the most talented, most yes. underrated producers on the West Coast I've ever seen. I he have, changed music. He changed me. Like it doesn't seem like they ever give him his flowers on his gift. His uh, his contribution to this game, right? It, and it's a lot of artists like well, that. Well, a too. lot of work that Quick yeah. did, you don't know he did it. He's one of those producers right. from that era where well, the producer wasn't trying to jump out in front and go, I made that, I made that, and I, I, mean, I made that. His first album, Classic. he, you know, his first album really showed producers, hey, we have to move away from strictly sampling mm-hmm. and start to play our own music. Correct. And start to be creators on that level um and you know people people give 
the chronic a lot of credit for, for making that change. But you got to look at uh, DJ Quick's first album as well. You know, that was the start of, of like, yo, we got to get more musical. We have to get, you know, uh, of Add course. Some levels to I'm it. I'm talking about on the West Coast. Of right. course, you got Teddy Riley and what them guys is doing. But, but for the most part, DJ Quick is in that conversation. Absolutely. Of I, that's why I brought it up because he's one of those guys that, you know, I just think is so talented and his his sound is so unique. And what he what he has done, like 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 Shore said, he ain't really he was never really one of those guys trying to market himself. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, most artists, you know, you you're dealing with a with a true artist. Yeah. And and um, you know, I, I saw Quick as an artist that was into his music. You know, as far as uh, trying to be a big star and all that, you know that that to me wasn't on his radar. It <laughs> no, was like not at all. He back in the, the studio, let's get do it. great music and all that to take care of itself. I, I, so, I, give, I give quick credit so, too because uh, when he when know, he when he pulled up, High C, his homeboy got an album. AMG, his homeboy got an album. Second to none, his homies got an album. Right, he got an album. Yeah, and then when play. you listen to all their albums, it's quick on the production. <laughs> You know, it's gangster. This this is brings us full full circle around to where we are now with with how you were able to get a super group, man. We so need this in this moment in hip hop, a group of iconic guys that have put so much work in that and that the fans get to see all of y'all, man. That's tell me how Mount Westmore came about. I'm excited. <laughs> hey, you know, um, it it was during the you know the end of the pandemic okay um e40 called me he was doing a wellness check you know just calling checking in you checking in, in with yes, your how you doing man uh -huh. you maintaining and um he said yo q we need to do it we need to do a group i said a group <laughs> you talking what you, i mean what you mean he said yeah man me you uh snoop dog and too short and it didn't take me long to to know that that was a great oh, idea. Y'all like the Avengers, bro. Without a doubt. And, and we we real friends. Yeah. And we real uh, supporters of each other. And we work with each other. And we've toured together for 30 years or more. You know. Easy. Um, me and... Me and, I mean, Too Short went on the first NWA tour. And then he went on my first solo tour. So... We've been touring, you know, ever since we was able to go across the whole country like that. Wow. And so, you know, you talk about friends that's been um, in each other 30, 30 plus for 30 plus. So I was like, good idea. Hell yeah, let's do it. He asked me what we what we was going to call it. I said, Mount, Mount Westmore. Right. You know, and it came to me. A lot, of, a lot of Mount Rushmore talk was going through the country at the time. And... Mount Westmore popped in my mind because it's the perfect name for the perfect group. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? It we, works. We from the West, you're getting more. And it's uh, it's a labor of love. And, and look, we're a real group. So we started a real business together that we can continue to grow Absolutely. from here on out. We got more albums. You know, we got tours planned, um, more visuals. We got a documentary that's great. You know, we... Uh, you know, we we in the process of, of uh, writing a movie, you know, about the group. So it's just it's cool to 
to grow something new. Now, I, I was listening to uh, a couple of the songs on the album, and I was just like amazed on how y'all figure out when who's going to say this or who Because <laughs> it's like, it, it's all of y'all. One person's Iron Man, one person's the Hulk, one man's Flash, some cap, somebody's a, 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 a Batman or Spider-Man. So you just don't know when to bring in the superhero. We, we didn't figure shit out. Y'all just figure it out? No, we, we just did it. Just built the songs, you know. Yeah. Um, short, he, he, he'll tell you exactly how everything started to come together. You know, he got it down. I, I like to talk in terms where people can relate. So go. I, I was fortunate enough to be walking through the airport with you and Corey the other day, yes. Corey Holcomb. Yes. And y'all was talking technique. Absolutely. And he says something. One of y'all said, do you think it would work if me, if me and you got on stage, you and Corey, and just freestyle? Right. And the other guy said, hell yeah, it'll work. And that's kind of like the confidence that we have. Okay. Like, you ain't finna get on stage with anybody and say, we got no material together, let's go. And feel good about it, unless it's... The right person. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I got you. I'm in the room with Snoop Dogg, E-40, and Ice Cube. What are we gonna do? Whatever, nigga, let's go. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like hey, Cube, Cube said a few times already, he said, we would have to try hard to make a bad record. Bro, y'all got heaters, bro. <laughs> like, it's so refreshing to hear because I feel like West Coast has a sound, right? Yeah. It feels very West Coast and and, and, and it's it's flavor though. And what y'all talking about flavor, right? It's like the right time, bro. I yeah. believe God's timing is flawless. When it when it when it when it's effortless. Yeah, you know, it's a, a good plan usually comes together pretty quick. You know what I mean? A good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and so good music is the same way. Um, some of my best records I wrote in less than an hour or two. Right, just when you got it. It's just it's just coming out you. You know, it's like running out you. You can't write fast enough. Um, and some ideas that you work on for months and months and months never... Go re- anyway, right? Never <laughs> become the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... So, you know, these records, they were, we'd get a beat. Okay. If nobody put a verse on the beat, we don't like it. But if you get a verse back, you're like, oh, okay. You might get a verse and a hook. Now, you get the beat again later on, six, seven hours later, now I got two verses on it. And you're like, oh, shit, I better get my verse on it. Because short, yeah, because three on it. Exactly. (laughs) So, you, you know, you started to build the record and, and help the record become better and better wow. each time another MC dropped a verse. Mm-hmm. You look up, there's four verses, there's a hook, and it's a dope-ass song. Yo. And then you, you're dealing with four songwriters, so whoever starts it off, when you start a song off, you got to kind of start it. You got to make it feel tone. like it's, it's, a, it's a vibe. Okay. So then if I hear a song and it's got one of these three guys giving the vibe in the beginning, I'm just going to kind of follow that right? and kind of add to it and then the third guy come in. So it's not really like, hey, man, you go second. It was just like, as a writer and an artist, you know where to paint the picture in that moment where you're, oh, I'm, up, I'm up third to bat. All right, I got I to gotta do it. So then if I'm on the song last, I listen to what everybody's saying. I'm like, I have to end this song. It's got to You got to close it. Yeah, and it's got to bring home some of the subject and, and, and the vibe and write. So it's, it's like, it's like I don't know, man. We could, we, if we were a baseball team, we could all play all positions. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, yeah. the dream, y'all the dream team right now, man. Y'all the dream team in, in hip hop. 
we got iconic legends um, deciding to not only perform together, create masterpieces together. I wish, you know, more more guys of your level would do that because I feel like it's a lot of good energy in it. You know, the camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, you guys are all comfortable in your space. It doesn't feel like there's no egos. You know, you know. Uh, that's the hardest thing is to get guys together when everyone ha is so big and everyone is like, you know, ego is so big they can't even make room for the other people. Instead of looking like, yo, all of us together is is a juggernaut. Without a doubt, you know, I think that comes from. You know, a lot of respect for each other. Yeah. You know, across the board. And the friendships, too. Friendship, respect, um, and and we want to honor each other. And hopefully, look, more guys will see what we did yeah. and do it. Um, it's, not, it's a gift, it's you know hard. what I'm saying? Yo, but it's hard to get a, a starting five. You know what I mean? Y'all got a nice little five right yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, it fits, you know. <laughs> it, it's just perfect. And so, hopefully, guys, you know... Uh, you know, see the, a combination out there. And so do, it's, it's you know, Mount Eastmore. Why not? Yeah, right. You, know, you could do it Eastmore. It's bigger than trying to mimic what we do, though. It's it's almost like you could look at it as like, man, I want to do what they did, or you could just look at it in the simple in the simplest form of that, like the strength in numbers. You know, we get together, and yes, sir. Uh, you could call all four of our agents and book a show, but when you call Mount Westmore's agent, that's a whole different ballpark. You know what I'm saying? Together, it's a it's a lot more strength in in oh, that. Oh my God! Can it? Can you, sweetheart? What's it, what's your name again? May. Like May. 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 Look at the um the, the titles of this albums because I got three songs that I really really like and I want to ask them about these songs. All you got to do is tell me the song and I'll tell you. I love that. I I was I was banging that Jane. Okay. One one of them has got something to do with eight or eight. Oh, big subwoofer. Yeah. Activated California. Yeah. Go back, go back. So I, I, I like, I like, I like Subwoofer. Yeah, that, I love Subwoofer. That one, like, I know when I like a song because immediately I'm like, that's that's boom. That, that was, was the first single. Yeah, yeah. So that one right there, California. Yeah, that's off the rip. Yeah, you know, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I mean, it come in. It come it, in. It don't give you no time to oh. get prepared or nothing. You just Whoa. in it. You're in there. That's what I love about. Yeah, you just like, in it. Oh shit! I was like, "Damn, how they do that shit?" Like that—that's the part about y'all music too, because each song has a different, like a, a different character to it. Yeah, you know, it, it uh, the complexion of the album changes. You know, as you listen to it, you know, it starts off fun and then it starts to, you know, spit game. Mm -hmm. You know, and then um, fair game is another one of mine. Yeah, like, yeah, free game, free, free, free game. game, free yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, it's game. it's like, you know, these are songs that. That are perfect for the group, um, perfect for for right now, you know. Songs like "Lace You Up," uh, "Do My Best," you know, those are inspirational songs. So, I think the group is is touching on all, you know, cylinders. You know, what I mean, we 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 hitting you with a little bit of you know classic West Coast. We hitting you with with new um, concepts, but we also hitting you with OGs talking to the youngsters too. Yeah, we so need that, it's all man. that. I had a, I had a Wiz Khalifa come on not, not too long ago on Top Billing and he is so influenced by you guys. And the, and the beauty of him is, you know, he's, you know, let's say he's like a, a 
say if you guys are a, a juniors or seniors in high school, he's like a freshman or yeah. going into his sophomore year. But he's still at, in the hip hop school. He's still hip hop university, right? Yeah, we all should be still. Right, we still in school. Yeah, right, we still learning, right? Yeah. And so, but what I liked about what Wiz Khalifa said was that you guys opened up the door so big for him coming out of Pittsburgh that he wanted to be in that university. <laughs> and he made a way. He made a way from yeah. Pittsburgh, from a little town. Come on, man. Like, this is how powerful you guys are. You had a guy like Wiz Khalifa, who was five to six years old, see the hole you opened up, and his his eyesight stayed on the hole, and he got, he got to get there. Amazing. You know, artists that come from places that you know, not screaming, you know, this is a hip-hop, you know, mecca. Right, you know, right, but, right. But find a way. And found a and, way. And, um, you know, do damn good music. Like, when you good, it don't matter where you come from. You know what I'm saying? It, it just don't matter. All so facts. All facts. That's just, uh, he's cream of the crop mm -hmm. artist. And, um, you know, he's, he's reaping the benefits of being a cream of the crop artist. And so, you know, when you look at... at Youngsters that know what they're doing and know what their audience is about and know how to, to communicate with their audience, man, you know, we become fans of that. Absolutely. You know, we become fans of Wiz and, and artists that can do that, you know, just like we was with artists that was before us. We are fans of artists that come behind us, too. Now, uh, right now, Hip Hop turns 50. Her birthday, Hip Hop. Do we do we want to know is is hip hop a female or a male like oh like like because I I don't know is it her birthday is it his birthday how y'all feel team top Billy it's always called a her because right we go we because we love her right no everything's well, a her your car's a her yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> I mean hip hop your private hip -hop jets gives birth to new artists it's new be stars a new styles yes it's so when you when She's you giving birth you She's your a mother. mother She's a mother yes. so we love we love her right so real we quick. Love her. Uh, hip hop will be turning 50, 2023. And that's an iconic number. Um, I want to say that I'm going into my 30th year being a part of hip hop, right? Yeah. Um, I am astounded on the growth. Like, I don't think anybody could foresee that hip hop would be around for 50 years. <laughs> I don't think anybody could foresee that the amount of influence. Now, you coming in 17, 18, no social media, uh, uh, wasn't on mainstream TV at all. It was radio stations dominating yeah. if you were going to become something or not. Yes. To now, where you can create a super group, where you have branding, where you have big tour dates. I mean, how how does that feel to be a part of that? I mean, it feels it feels amazing, you know that that there's an industry yes. now, you know, around this music, and it's great that uh, you know artists artists like a Soldier Boy can come out and you know straight out of his room and become a superstar without having to go through all the the label stuff, uh, you know, that just showing you, yo, there is a way. You know, there's... Chance the Rapper, you know. When we first started doing hip-hop, and if everybody remember, we go back 50 years, it's all love now, but traditional music hated rap. Period. <laughs> you know, soul singers <laughs> hated rappers, you know, for the most part. Out the gate. And, and really... Well, you know, hate is a is a harsh word, but really dismissed 
the music. And they didn't respect it. They didn't respect the samplers. Nah. They didn't respect the cadence. They didn't respect the lack of melodies. They didn't respect it. Yeah, and they so, made it known. Radio stations used to say, uh, "Top R and B and no rap." Yeah, they used to brag <laughs> that it was no rap on the station and no rap so <laughs> ever. So we've always made a way. You know, right. major labels they didn't know what they was doing. You know, independent labels started hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Independent labels kept hip-hop going. Correct. And, and these major labels were late to the party. They signed people that shouldn't have been signed to an album. They oversaturated the industry. They fucked it up. So hip-hop always finds a way, which is great. And that's why it's as big as it is. It's because it's still from the street. Mm -hmm. It's always going to find a way to the freshness is going to float to the top. And um, and so, that being said, you know uh, I'm proud to be a part of it. I'm proud to carve my own way to it. You yeah. got to be funny to get in comedy. Yes. You got to be cool as fuck to get in hip hop. Like you, <laughs> like, like you got to. But that's true though. That's Jermaine true. Dupree, gotta, Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine oh, Dupree right. saw little kids walking through the mall with their clothes on backwards and said, "Y'all fucking stars." Them, dude, them little, little dudes didn't even want to be rappers that day, but he made them motherfuckers based on the swag. Based and on the swag. And that's what this shit is, man. It's like it's like a mixture of things. Like, talent got to be there. You Number know, you can, you can come in dancing, DJing, rapping lyrical, all kind of shit, but if that swag is not there, you're not in. So that's, that's why hip-hop is so influential culturally, you know? Because we do the coolest shit. And... From, no matter, I don't care where you, you, once you say, oh, that's it, that's cool, hip-hop go, nope, this cool now. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Have, we have white people out there dabbing and shit. Do you think, do you think <laughs> that, because uh, there is a rock and roll hall of fame, don't you think we need a hip-hop hall of fame, like a real situation? Of course. Like, you know, like, I, like, I mean, like a one. real situation yeah, I where. I think they're working on one, you know. And we got to have a building where you yeah. can go, you can go on a tour, and you can go through uh, the the world of hip-hop on all different levels. I They literally had a, um, they had a Tupac exhibit here that I went to see that I thought was really, really nice. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. It was really, really nice because you got an opportunity to see some of his most personal writings. You got a chance to be, uh, you know, see some of his poetry as well, and then the music, and then the videos, so you kind of got a chance to walk through it. Hip-hop, in my opinion, needs that, like that, that sort of museum where you can actually go back in time and almost feel like you were there in 81 or 82. Yeah. I think they're working on one in New York. Uh -huh. Yeah. So hopefully it come it comes yeah. together. No, we're gonna speak and, it. We're gonna and, speak uh, we're gonna speak full throttle. And cute man, listen VH1 bro. was doing it for you a know, minute. You, remember you, hip remember hip hop honors? Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but I'm saying like short, short, you gotta have your own section in that joint. Then you got Cube got his own section. Snoop got his own section. E-40 got his own section. That's how dope y'all are, bro. Y'all all got y'all own section in this game, and then y'all decided to cement it with the supergroup. I want to come to a, to a show. How can I get a chance to see you guys perform, bro? Well, you know, we, we, we're in the process of putting, putting the shows together. Okay. You know, uh, locking in dates and, and planning the tour together. So... You know, you just got to keep checking out 
We'll, we'll hit you up and sh- I'll text you and let Just you let know. Let me know, man. Don't have me out here slipping. No, nah, no, nah, I get you in. I get you in. <laughs> and it's hard. It's hard. I used to see Cube all the time. People don't know how much you love basketball. Yeah, I do. Like, 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 literally, if you wasn't rapping, I think you would have been hooping. You would have been like some nah, CP3. I don't, know, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm going to keep it real. Keep it realistic. Right, but, right, but, but I do love the game. You love, do to, love the game. Love to play. Love to watch. Um, you know, love to promote it. You know, I got the big three. Yes. We growing into our sixth season. Sixth so, season yeah. of the big three. Um, I'm very, very proud of that venture for you. You gave you. us something to uh, be entertained by in the off season between basketball and, you know, whatever it in was. In the boring months in the summer. In the summer where yeah. it ain't nothing to do. It and ain't I'm nothing like, to do. And, and what I've loved that you did was you started creating the, the uh, characters of each – person in the team so now you committed to it yeah so you know what i mean you getting to know the team you getting to know you get a little backstory you got yeah. celebrities it's it's really what made you come up with that idea big three just uh, as a fan you know sick of hibernating in the summer you know when the when the finals was over i'd go and won't come out till it was football season so right. <laughs> so i was like man it must be a lot of people out there like me who just hate summer sports so um, big three is the perfect time, perfect, you know, having some competitive real games in the summer when most teams are either they're in mid-season or they're done with their season or preseason, but let's have a real season during the summer. So the big three. I just saw one of the games where you had Gilly, Gilly out there playing. Yeah, celebrity it, game. Yeah, it was so fun to watch, man. Yeah. You don't remember our Rock and Jock games? Yeah, I remember all that, Come man. On, you know, man, you ain't got, that's where I got the idea you from. You ain't going to get no 25-point basket or no. You got the nah, four-point. Nah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't. The 25-point yeah, basket. I want, yeah, no. I, I, want, I want people to recognize the game. You right, know what right. I'm saying? We're not so, going to make gonna, it too gonna, silly. Yeah, we ain't going to play but with I it too remember, much. I remember. I'm going to tell you a funny moment. I don't know if you was playing this year. Gary Payton had 175 points. Oh, damn. Do you remember? Nah. You remember the Gary Payton? Gary Payton figured out how to make the 25 point, and he hit one of the 50 ones. And Lord, the 50 was way up there. And Gary hit that mug. He had 175 points. That's crazy. You know, know. You know where he's from, right? That's, that's a shame. W- yay, yay. O- Oakland, California. Oakland, California. Represent, Shout represent. Out Shout out to uh, uh, GP. Now, yeah, he, he a coach, you know, with the big three. Been there from day one, so much which love team? to which Gary team? Which team? Well, he was with the three-headed monsters uh, for – Forever, they made the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. Then he switched over to Bivouac. They didn't do as well, so we hope to have him back. And uh, you know, he'll get that team right. Is there is there any way that I could uh, put together a team, my own team? I don't know about that. Uh, can I celebrity game? Yeah, you know, we celebrity can do that. game. So celebrity game. Do I have to play? Like, do I need to be in shape? shape? Yeah. God damn, man. Three on three is not is harder than five on five yes, in a sir. lot of yes, lot of uh, aspects. And y'all y'all don't call a lot of fouls. I see. I see. I mean, you know, we want physical. them to play. Okay. You don't want that ticky tack stuff. So That's want, the NBA. Is that is that is that uh, Ice Cube situation? Let them play ball. Let them play. Let them ball. ball. You know, in the paint. You know, we want grown man basketball in the paint. Oh. You know, what I'm saying out there on the I perimeter. Still got shows and TV to do. No. Yeah. Uh, hey, the celebrity games ain't as rough okay. as, the, as the real <laughs> deal. You know the real deal. You I'm know, like, yo. hey, you know what I'm saying? It's like y'all had Big Baby in the in the paint, and he was not playing. 
That's how we want it. Oh, my God. That's how we want it. We don't want no soft-ass basketball, man. You know, you see enough of that in the NBA. It was it was fun to watch cats that still really can go. Like, I seen uh, my man, uh, uh, oh, what's his, I'm taking his name right now, with the handles, uh, Smith, went play for the Hawks. Trey? No, no, not, not Trey Young. Um, he just retired. He just recently retired. Play for the Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson, yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe Johnson. ISO Joe, ISO Joe, boy. yeah, man, he, he was cool. He is a, f- I don't know why he ain't in the league, but anyway, he was cooking in that big three. I was like, he was unguardable. That's why they call him ISO Joe. You know, he got that name for a reason. And you know, in three on three, you ain't getting too much help. You gotta, you gotta man up, lock yeah. up. Yeah, you gotta lock up. You yeah. by yourself, by yourself out there. So, you know, it's a perfect game for him. Um, with Snoop Dogg, uh, we was hoping we was going to get Snoop D-double, double G in here today. Um, when we when we come out on tour, right, most of the songs you all are on, but then it's two, then it's three. You know, y'all mix it up. So um, how y'all going to do this thing, man? I'm excited about this. Well, we, we went on tour before. We did about nine, ten shows. Okay. And we just did all our hits, like, you know, you jump up there, I jump up there, do one or two, just fall back, two short jump up, do one. <laughs> so we was doing that for about damn near three hours a, a show. Dog, yeah, y'all got yeah. 1,000 songs. How, <laughs> yo, y'all got 1,000 goddamn songs together. You can't, You how long is the show supposed to be? Two hours, right? About so that. You, you got to cut down 1,000 songs to That's what makes hours, it dope, man. That's what makes 20. it dope. Yeah, and we and we still wasn't doing the, the Mount Westmore album. We was just doing our solo shit. So you had that Mount Westmore album. We could do a four-hour show. Easy, Math- easy. Math- but mathematically, if, you, if you're only going to do two hours and you got all these hits, you look, at, you look at the list of hits on the paper and you start trimming. And no matter what you trim it to, it's like, it just gets better and better and better. Like... The crowd, man, we would sing, we would do such good songs in the early part of the show. Correct. That the crowd, would, by the time it's like an hour and a half in and we still hitting them with hits, they'd be look, people in the crowd looking like, is this really happening? Like, so like, like slap me. I don't believe this. Dude, I'm telling you, I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, and I've been to both of your shows individually. The thing that blew my mind, you'd be like, that's right. You say that's right. 8,000 times because just certain songs you don't you just forget. You'd be yeah. like, oh, that's right. Oh, shit. Because I, even with you, I was, I remember where we were. Where were we? It was somewhere out here in California, and you did like a five song like, medley. Medley. Yeah. And I never, <laughs> stop, stop, get it, get it. I will. What, what song is that? Uh, oh, I that's could do, uh, I could do you it, could do it, it, put your back into it. it. Bro, I forgot how crazy that song yeah, is. Yeah, that song go, go. That song go. That song and go. And I was like, yo, that's right. I was like, yo, you was, you in five songs, you hit Haymakers. Pow, pow, pow. Same thing with Short. We was just in Detroit. Yeah. I said, boy, this yeah, boy. killing it. Because <laughs> I be forgetting because yeah, me and Short because me and Short be laughing. Got 30 years of music. Because he lightweight, think he, he a comedian, off yeah. when he not rapping. Right, so you'll be on. Not your, on stage, though. Not on stage. But <laughs> you, when you hang out with Short, you he is a good dude, and he is funny in his own way, right? So now I'm sitting there. He be like, yo, B, I can't talk to you, Mom. I'm getting ready to go do my show. I'm like, what? And then I go, and I'm watching him, and he 
bow, bow, bow. Bro, I promise you, I'm not blowing smoke when I tell you I'm coming out to see y'all. Ain't no, ain't no way I'm missing this. Got to, <laughs> ain't man. No, ain't, you know, ain't no it's way, man. It's, I've never seen E-40. Oh, yeah, he slaps too. Go down. Oh, half, half, my, half my show is comedy now. If you see me perform, half my oh, show is comedy. I saw you. I be, you I be, be saying him. some shit. I be on yeah, him. He funny. <laughs> he funny. In the moment. <laughs> what do you, what, uh, moving forward, uh, if you could see yourself, let's say, let's see, uh, West, Westmore is absolutely super duper hit. Everything that you guys um, wanted to, to do, to what would be the next move, did you think, that you could add or just, just push more it? More of it, man. More, more music. Of it. Yeah, more music. You know, we got we got a lot about maybe 25, 30 songs still just in the can ready to go. So we just trying to figure out when we're going to drop the second one. And Talking uh, about recording a few new ones just, just, yeah, just, just because. Keep, keep it hot. Fr- keep it fresh. How yeah. do you get everybody together in the studio? Like, because, well, you know, you're here. Sure, you don't have to. Technology. Just use technology. Just, you know, just the Zoom, what's cool is Zoom really was coming up right when we when we did this we record so we was basically there together you know yeah. face to face arguing over shit so <laughs> and did fix yeah, it yeah 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 you know so so you know it uh it all works out sometimes that's better because you want people to create on their own time right and then when you all get together in the studio sometime you feel pressured to the clock is yo ticking. yo yeah yeah you know Get your verse in. Get your verse in. But when you could do it at your own leisure, you can kind of take your time and, and make it perfect. Hey, you know, it's funny, man. Um, I only go in the studio from like, I, you'll never catch me working any hours other than between 12 noon and 8 p.m. Ever. That's just, I've always worked them hours because I, I don't want to wake up too early. Right. And I want to <laughs> go live a life after the studio at night. I don't want to be a late night studio dude. So 40, he don't start in the studio till about 7 p.m. Uh Snoop, he do all his verses at what four in the morning, <laughs> something like that. Me, me, I, I don't like. I want to be in there in the morning, like ten a.m., like six, seven. You was doing I, a lot of weekend. You was doing weekend verses too, man. Yeah, yeah. So I want to be done. <laughs> but, I, I'm, a, I'm a daytime. I I can't be in the studio at night too long because. You know, you, to me, you don't get as much done. So that's how the verses was coming. Like, you so wake yo, up in the so morning. So your wave be in the morning. Somebody wave be in yeah. the afternoon. But then, <laughs> then you figure it out and put it together anyway. It don't matter. By the end of the day, we got a song. You know, by the next <laughs> day, we got a whole song. You know, so. That's that's the beauty of, like you said, the beauty of technology. Because back in the day, we wouldn't be able to do it like that. Nah. So yeah. everybody could be in their comfort zone. Yeah. Be creative. And yep. still bring and bring the food to the table. Yep. Without a doubt. And, um. And don't feel the pressure, you know, because you got three legendary MCs in there waiting for you to finish your right. shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, so, you know, we don't. We want everybody to be comfortable, and 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 they were, and you know, it's a good vibe. It's a well, good. Record. I, I'm I'm very I'm very excited. And I'm very thankful that I got an opportunity not only to help support uh, and promote this album, but also to sit down with my friends and like really give you guys your flowers and say that I truly appreciate you, man. I love you to death, man. I, I just thank you for being cube. Thank you for being short. I wish E40 was here and Snoop is my dude as well. But you guys really, really, man, pioneered this game and really become legend like i say icon living man y'all icons living baby appreciate it man you know we love you bill <laughs> you know what i mean from day one you've always come 
with the with the great spirit. You know what I mean? It's always been love. You know, it's always been um, to entertain the people, Absolutely. educate the people, um, and just bring good vibes. You know what I'm saying? You bring good vibes. So yeah. that's that's important, man, because I know some comedians and they they real dark people, you know what I'm saying? They they like they only yeah, funny oh, when they on stage yeah, or on, on yeah, yeah, yeah. and they they you know they don't bring that vibe. So, you know, I appreciate you always, you know, you know, you can't you can't be mad after you done sat down and kicked it with Bill Bellamy. <laughs> you leave happy, you know what I mean? Yeah, leave, that's you know? what I want to do. Is good I, never, I never realized that comedians do get off stage after being funny as fuck and, and just and just, just take, they, they just they just start scowling and go over in the corner, man. It's I got some of them, my friends. I mean, I can't hang out with you, bro. Yeah, yo, man, I can't eat with you, bro. You just man, you make pancakes bad, bro. Come on, man, lighten up. But that's the that's the duality. The, yeah. A lot of time between the light and the dark, you know, where we are able to be creative in those spaces. To all the listeners, I just want you to really, really digest what you heard. Uh, you see that these guys are incredible. Artists, uh, great friends, legends in this game, and I am just honored to have them on top building. We did it. Another one. We killed it right here, Westmore in the building. Mount Westmore in the building. This yeah. your boy Bill Bellamy. Another episode of Top Billing, baby. Bitch. Bitch. Milk is chilling. This is chilling. What more can